that would make sense. And I would fire my coach if they choked that game too. Uh, either way, so basically I'm excited. what Sam is saying as a GM, if you choke a series, I'm firing you. That's pretty much Sam's <laughs> pretty idea. much. Well, I'm taking I'm taking I'm taking notes out of the Suns playbook from that. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Welcome to A Win is a Win, where it's as simple as that. A win's a win. You got you like the, the ring to it? This is our, our first episode virtually, you know, how we normally do these with the new name because our last couple had been in person, but we're excited to be back. And all I know is as this podcast, we're looking for someone to box because I've been seeing Sam what? on the boxing training over there so what we're I, hey sign any not... other podcast out there sports <laughs> small sports oh podcast God. you want to box our boy sam man i did Maybe not expect little... you to bring that up <laughs> yeah that's true though yeah if uh if anyone wants to fight with our little podcast we're <laughs> up i mean we've been seeing all these influencer boxing matches i figured we could be <laughs> next true. and we could have sam be our guy yeah man. i took it into some light I, I called up jake paul i was like hey help me out <laughs> got some lessons from him who knows? Maybe I maybe I start to fight Sam. You know, <laughs> that'd be a, we ooh, an internal battle. Oh yeah, we just start making up random arguments and we get so heated that we have to fight <laughs> each other for it. Good. Yeah, so that's why we're actually virtual because we know that it might get too intense. We can't have people throwing hands in real. In real it's true. You know, it's true. I don't know how person, undisputed so. does it. <laughs> yeah, Sam. Sam said I looked like Skip Bayless today. So <laughs> I did. Yeah. he does wear black shirts like all the time so with i the, can see with the, i don't know if that's a gold chain but with the with the chain too yep i, like I got you man i like the look though yeah i figured i need to be skipped today because we're gonna we're gonna talk a lot about the nba playoffs that's gonna be the bulk of the episode we're gonna talk about you know the the western conference finals predictions we're gonna talk about the suns flaming out and the warriors talk about game seven who we think is gonna win and unfortunately probably talk a little bit about jaw that's sam's Maybe favorite player, probably not anymore, but we got to talk about him again because something happened this morning. And then we're going to also jump into the NFL schedule, talk about our teams and what we're most excited for, like which matchup we're most excited for with our teams. And that'll that'll be episode 14. So, yeah, I think we're ready to jump into the NBA playoffs. I'll let let Matt go first. What would you like to touch on first involving the NBA playoffs? Um. I think let's touch on all the matchups first and do that. And then we can talk about all the extracurricular stuff that's been going on. <laughs> the extracurricular activities. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot. All right. Well, what series do you think? Or Sam, you can pick the um, series. Or, yeah, oh, for sure. For sure. Yeah. Well, um, whoa, 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 whoa. Sam, um, what if we did together and we said, let's go chronologically and let's talk about the game that's going on today? Oh, Chrono. Oh, okay. Okay. I like that. That is a pretty exciting matchup. Um, so currently as we're recording this, um, we've got the game seven deciding game to win the series in the Eastern Conference semifinals between the Celtics and the Sixers. I'm very excited to watch it. I'm kind of surprised it's at 2.30 Central Time. That seems kind of weird for an NBA game to be, but... I'm glad it's not like something ridiculous, like nine o'clock at night for Charles and I, at least. Like I could barely watch any of the Lakers games because it started so late. 
the if if the Lakers lost, then I'm pretty sure the Celtics game would have been at like eight thirty or something. I think so. And then the yeah. Warriors Lakers game seven would have been at two thirty. Yeah, so, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty sure game seven of that series would have been today too if they didn't clinch it uh two days ago. So would you I I, I mean I guess I told when we did our NBA playoff predictions, I said the Celtics would beat the Sixers in the semifinals. And I said that because I don't trust James Harden. Mm-hmm. I don't really trust Doc Rivers. And I think games, what is it now? Doc has, could potentially, I think he's already blown six, three, two leads. And this could be number seven. And he's blown like how many three, one leads? Like at least a couple. So he notorious for choking. And game six was the perfect example of that. They were, they went up two after that clear path foul game six. They're at home. Jason Tatum has sucked up to this point. And guess what the Sixers do? They go classic Sixers and they score like three points the last six minutes and the Celtics score like 14. So they outscore them by nine or whatever it was. And James Harden goes four for 16 in that game. I don't know the points off the top of my head. This It's classic. I mean, it's it's truly classic. It's going to be hard for them to bounce back and win this game at Boston. I truly think the Sixers are a better team than the Celtics. Like overall talent-wise, I think they're a better team. But the Sixers' history of chokes and just unclutch moments, mm-hmm. I'm going to pick the Celtics at home because they did this last year to the Bucks. The Bucs are up 3-2 against the Celtics. They go to Milwaukee and they pull out game six late. And then they you know, come out and just, you know, basically demolish them game seven. And I kind of could see that happening today. I'm going to go Celtics. Yeah. Sixers had this series, though. They really did. So I know. It's it's so sad to see. Um, I I don't know. It, I hope, I'm just hoping it would be a really close game between them two. Um, my original prediction was I had the Sixers making the conference finals. Um, like Charles said, they've done a really horrible job this series. Um, I don't think it should even be tied, but Doc Rivers is just the coach god or the choke god, I mean, <laughs> as a coach. But um, <laughs> yeah, the Sixers have so much talent that they've just kind of been wasting, you know. Um, like James Harden, it's nothing really new to him, at least. But um, yeah, he, he's played awfully, he played awfully last season or. Well, he did last season and then last game as well. Um, they are playing at uh, – Celtics are playing at home, which I do think is a pretty uh, big deciding factor, uh, especially with game sevens. So I would probably – I would want to stick with my gut and, and stick with my original opinion and say the Sixers. Mm-hmm. But I think a lot of, like, really good performances are going to have to going to have to happen with Joel Embiid. Uh, Terry Maxey too. He's really gonna have to step up. He's done a lot uh, past couple of games, but he still needs to keep that going until they clutch up. But um, it's gonna be really hard to uh, take on Celtics in Game Seven. They have a lot of talent too, but um, it's just that home series factor that's gonna push it through. So I'm gonna stick with the Sixers. I guess it's my turn now to give my thoughts. Um... I think when I predicted it, didn't I have the Celtics? I think. Well, technically, 
that episode was only Sam and I. So I don't know if he actually gave predictions. Oh, did I not get predictions? Okay. Interesting. Um, You're the wild believe, Yeah, I believe for me, if I would have done the predictions as Sam and, and Charles, for my heart, like, without thinking with my, you know, thinking with my heart instead, I would have had Sun Celtics in the finals. Now thinking with my brain, I would have had Nuggets and Celtics just because I knew that the depth would – the Nuggets just have a better depth, right? So mm-hmm. I would have picked the Celtics. I love Jason Tatum, all that stuff. The question for me is in the games that the Celtics have lost against the 76ers, that fourth quarter, Jalen Brown hasn't really taken any shots. Jason Tatum hasn't even really gotten the ball. It's been the others kind of shooting the ball in the fourth quarter. Um, I think it was game five, whenever the Celtics could have won the game, and you had Marcus Smart shoot not only the last shot in overtime, but also in the fourth quarter, and he missed it, right? I think for the Celtics, what they have to do is I think this game will be really close, and I could see it going either way. I think this has probably been – one of the tighter series, I think, of the whole playoffs, I would say. Probably one of the better ones, too. Um, But if the Celtics want to win, I think, one, you have to stop James Harden. And if they don't, then the Sixers win. And I think that's the key. Um, Because Joel is going to get his points no matter what. I think Maxie will get his. It's really James Harden because if he can start creating as well as making shots – they don't really have an answer for him. And in the three wins, I believe that that the Sixers have, I think James Harden is averaging like, I think it's like 30 points and they close like 10 assists or something like that. And the game that they that they're losing, he's averaging, I think it's like either 10 or 15 points and like about eight assists, right? So it's really hard for me to determine like who's going to win. I'm going to go with my original – no, I'm not. I think I'm actually going to go with the Sixers. I think the Sixers actually get over the hump, and I think they win. And I think that's what they're going to do. I, I think they come out, and, I mean, I love the Celtics, love Jason Tatum, but I think the Sixers win today. But I think it's going to be an overtime, and I think they win Whoa. by, like, two. Whoa. That'd be exciting. So, yeah, the, the close game, by the way, just to correct you real quick, was game four. Was the game four? Sorry, yeah, where the Celtics kind of crumbled, and yeah, so really, the 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 total X factor is well. I think Jason Tatum has struggled a bit, and so if he plays well, like plays really good, I think the Celtics win. But I think the bigger X factor is James Harden because in two of the three wins, so game five they won pretty handily. He didn't do much, but game one that they stole, he had forty five. Game four that they won by one, he had 42. So that shows you right there. If James Harden's going to – but then, like, in the losses, 13, 12, 16. He goes yeah. from 40 to right 15. around 14, 15, yeah. So mm-hmm. what version of James Harden are you going to get if you're the Sixers? I just can't trust him personally, and that's why I think they're they're ultimately going to lose. But – I it it could go either way for sure. It's been a great series. I do wonder about Joe Missoula a little bit with his kind of his he's a rookie head coach. I I wonder a bit about his kind of I don't know the word to say it, but how he's exactly coaching 
them. I think it's a little questionable at times, but I, I'm still going to go with the Celtics just because I just can't trust the Sixers and Joel can't do it himself. I know Tyrese Maxey could, is a spark and Tobias Harris can be, but he's also kind of hot and cold, just like James Harden. He had like, I don't know what he had last game. He did like nothing though, from what I remember. So yeah, I'm going, that's why I still think it's the Celtics, but if James Harden is on, the Sixers will win. They're just going to win. That's that's how it is. Mm-hmm. And a win is a win, too. Yeah, a win is a win. He hit the game winner, technically, in, in game four, too. Yep. He, did. he had a three to put him up, too. Yeah, and that was technically the the game winner. So Yeah, the game, the clincher. So it'll be exciting to watch, definitely. I, again, like I said, I'm just happy to not have to not have to go up all night to watch it, too. <laughs> that's why I mean, live on the west coast is nice you're an hour behind so it makes everything that is true. you know yeah nice. matt would know he has a different perspective on this do you yeah, want to no. who who wants to pick another who wants to pick the next series well, or recap of a series what uh well, what are we thinking what I, what I was thinking charles is we talk about the western conference finals but i think Within those, I think we'll just talk about the other series, like how they got there, you know? Mm-hmm. But I feel like it's like Western Conference Finals, and then let's talk about, you know, we, we can, you know okay. what I'm saying? And then go to the yeah. Eastern Conference with the other series. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Well, let's talk about Nuggets-Lakers. We're having a rematch of the bubble Western Conference Finals think, from a couple of years ago. I think uh, – Oh, and just to say, if the Celtics do win, then you'll have a rematch of the bubble. Yeah, the exa- yeah, you would. That's right? true. Yeah. That's true. So um, we're going to talk about the Lakers-Nuggets matchup first. Do we want to recap the, any of the Warriors-Lakers, or is that too much of a hot take to – I think – no, I think we can yeah. do, like, how they got there. You know okay. what I'm saying? And then we discuss what our final opinions are. So let's do, let's do Lakers Warriors first, Nuggets Suns, mm-hmm. and then we'll go into who we think will win between Nuggets and Lakers. Okay. Okay. Gotcha. But for the, for the my timing purposes, it's all going to be under one thing because it's Western Conference Finals. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 we're, yeah, we're on a strict Works time. That, hey, less time stamps, I think the better. You know. Hey, less time sure. stamps the better. You know. You don't, have to, you don't have to cluster it up. Yeah. For sure. Well, it's just... hey, give <laughs> us your give us your opinions on on the GM. Oh, Sam is chomping at the bit to talk about. I I am, bro. I'm like foaming a little bit, absolutely <laughs> laughing. And Monty Williams. Well, well, I, don't, well, well, I don't give him you. You guys obviously give him a little bit more credit than I do, but he's an absolute choke artist. Him and Doc Rivers are on like, <laughs> not Rushmore of choke artists. It's kind of amazing to watch. I guess we're talking about the the Suns. I thought I said I'm LeBron, but the, that works for me. Yeah, I, yeah. We well, talk about I'll save Suns. I'll save LeBron for a little bit more, but I like to okay. talk about the Suns a little bit. They did an absolute masterclass choke job. Um, hats off to them. Like they obviously didn't win. They're going home, but <laughs> Devin Booker kind of deserved it too. Uh, Jim, what did they? What what were they choking though? Uh, the the series. Bro, they were down 2-0. They didn't yeah, choke but they, they they choked the series away. <laughs> they they had an opportunity to come back from 2-0 and they didn't. So it's a laughable <laughs> just in that point. And meanwhile, the Suns the Suns did have a questionable uh death behind their team. 
when um, Devin Booker can't play all 48 minutes of a game, then you have to rely on someone else. Who else is that person going to be? Uh, somebody. But they still lost. Um, ooh. They, they they did get um, outplayed a lot by the Nuggets. The Nuggets are league-wide such a better team. But um, I still think it was kind of funny how the um, the Suns looked directly at Monty Williams after the season ended, and they just gave him the hammer. They, they let him go straight off. They said, we're done with them. Um, the Suns, I believe they they choked the Western Conference Finals again last season. And then they also blew a two-game lead against the Bucks the season before that. So oh no. Here, Oops. let me let me go before Matt explodes on Sam uh for his take. I, I'll save Matt. <laughs> I'll calm Matt down a little bit with, with my take. I'll be a cooler head here. <laughs> um okay, so you said Monty Williams is a choke artist. Yes, they choked this year wasn't a choke. They choked last year and they choked the finals. I'll give you that. They're up 2-0 against the Mavericks, 3-2. That mm-hmm. one you can consider a choke. Obviously, the finals was a big choke, 2-0. It's pretty, you know, only, what, 20% of the time do teams come back and win. So I- I'll give you that. It- it's not the best look. Mm-hmm. But I think Monty Williams has been... I don't know. I, I I don't I think you're giving him too much crap, Sam. You see what he's been able to do with the Suns and how good they've been. And you gotta remember this series specifically. CP3 gets hurt game two. If he doesn't mm-hmm. get hurt game two, what happens? I mean, as much as DeAndre Aiden, I don't like him. He was out game six. Not that it really would have mattered, but he he went out too. But really, you gotta think if CP3 plays, I think they win game two, and then the series, who knows? It could flip on its head. So you got to get you got to think about it in that perspective too because i do think they win game 2 mm-hmm. now the one thing i will say about monty i do think he he really choked the nba finals a couple of years ago i think the suns were not as good as the bucks talent wise but they really had them on the ropes being up 2-0 but i don't i i will never understand why monty williams decided to let DeAndre Ayton guard Giannis one-on-one for the series because Giannis ended up torching the Suns, and that's why the Bucs won, especially the 50-point game. I don't know why he did not bring help or force build a wall. He let Giannis go one-on-one, head down against DeAndre Ayton, and that I'll never understand. So I, I that's my one thing about Monty. I think he did let that title slip away, making that decision. So that's that's what I'll say. And maybe he's not the best motivator. I don't know why they've lost back-to-back semifinal games down 30 at the half, basically over by the second quarter. I, I don't understand that. Like I said, maybe he just is not the best motivator because I don't know how you lose that bad and mm. close out games at home. Like it, there's something, I, I don't know, maybe the, I, I just, that it's confusing to me. So that could be a reason why as well. I could maybe understand that, but I think Monty Jones is an excellent coach and I'm really sad to see him go. I think he did so much good for the Suns. I don't think he deserved to be fired this quick, mm. but yeah, I mean, and, that's the reality, right? Yeah, it is reality. And and you being much more of a Suns fan than I am too, you have a lot better takes than I would. Uh, I wouldn't say, I wouldn't say it's really like a choke job, at least this season, but it's kind of laughable again at the Suns performance. And it's really all due yeah, to it is. Williams 
failing to it's coach. not his yeah. it's not all his fault you can't just blame it, it all on the coach that's true that's true it's not all he, his fault the players play the game yeah i mean he takes some blame for sure but like it's, it's definitely an elephant in the room when they're down by like what 30 in game in, the, in their last game and they're down at the half too it, it monty williams just doesn't do anything you gotta remember how good the nuggets are too that's true the nuggets this are- one like i said this one's a little more i mean it's still bad but the one last year was worse, in my opinion, because uh, the Mavericks aren't nearly as good as this Nuggets team is. Mm-hmm. So that one was really un- inexcusable, I feel like. But yeah, especially since they've won how 60 whatever games last year. But yeah, that is true too. new ownership. I mean, that'll do it. It is a new ownership in there. So they'll mm-hmm. they'll they'll jump ship if they think they need to quickly. So, yeah. Yep. All right, Matt, I know you're ready to give your thoughts. Um. Well, I was, I had come home and I was just like about to go play some good old Rocket League. And one of my buddies was just like, yo, Monty is out. And I was like, what? What do you mean? And so then I looked <laughs> online and it said they fired him. And then like, honestly, it's like a gut punch. It's like whenever they traded Mikel Bridges, it's like the same feeling. It's like, this is my guy. This is my dude. And you're just letting it go. Like, I think Monty Williams is a great coach. I mean, he basically brought a team from 20 wins in two seasons to the NBA Finals. Like, that's pretty impressive. And then the next year after the Finals, everyone's like, oh, they're going to drop off. Well, they really didn't. They won a franchise record 64 games. Right. And so, so 64 and 18, I think is what they went or something like that. And then yes, was the Mavericks performance very bad? Absolutely. 100% was not expecting that. But then the new ownership come in, trade for Kevin Durant, give away all the bench and you don't really sign like people who is needed. And then in the second round, you have CP3 got injured and then you have DeAndre Aiden, who's playing basically as soft as freaking tissue paper. And it's like, what do you want him to do? Like, you just signed him to a $180 million contract extension. Monty Williams doesn't really like him. Like, you already know that. Like, I feel like Monty at this point is kind of the scapegoat um, for all these problems. And really, it's like, no, it's actually previous owners – and some of the ownership came in. Like, do I think the Suns still get to the second round if they don't trade for Kevin Durant? Honestly, yeah, I think so. Like, having Cam Johnson and Mikel Bridges, I mean, think about those guys guarding, like, an MPJ or a Murray, you know? Like, honestly, like, yeah, getting Kevin Durant is nice, but I like the Suns team before, and I think they were turning a corner before the KD trade, and then you kind of just gave up so much, not only now, but in the future, when yeah. realistically, maybe you could have gotten him this summer, you know, for maybe something else, you know. Um, and so I do think that um, Monty's the scapegoat, and it's kind of hard for me. Like, I'm still a Suns fan for sure, and, like, I'll still watch, like, Devin Booker and stuff, but it's hard for me to kind of – support the team as of right now just because it's like 
making a lot of rash decisions. And so as a Suns fan, it's pretty hard because like, what has this guy, what has the coach done for us other than win? And like, granted, I know like in Milwaukee, you had Budenholzer leave and stuff. But at the end of the day, like he got lucky and winning the NBA finals. If And if you realize it, before the NBA finals, they were thinking about firing him because he literally had this great roster, did nothing with it, right? Yeah, definitely. Wins the NBA finals because basically, you know, CP3 decides to choke down the stretch and DeAndre Aiden guards Giannis one-on-one instead of doing a wall. So there's that. And the, the Kevin Durant toe line. Uh, they yeah, would have been out yeah. there, right? Yeah, and they would have been out there. Um, and then, you know, the next year, the Bucks, you know, lose to the Celtics, which, okay. And then this year, they lose to a Heat team that, granted, they just beat the Knicks, but obviously the Knicks aren't very good. Um, and the Heat, I mean, you should have beat that team, right? First round exit as the best team. So, to me, it's like, okay, I can see why he would be left. But then with Monty, like, it's honestly just a head-scratcher. It's like, okay, he's not only improved the team, but he's improved the culture of the Suns because it used to be where the Suns were a toxic culture. No one wanted to be there. And at the same time this year, you had an owner who basically got invested by the league, got forced out because he was basically being misogynist and all this other stuff, and Robert Sarver, new ownership, all this stuff, and he still gets them to the fourth seed, almost the third seed. And it's like, okay, that's a coach that I want in my corner and you're letting him go. Like, honestly, I don't even know what coach they bring in. That's as good as- <laughs> no, please. No. Um, <laughs> so yeah, it's just a little frustrating and it's just like, man, like I get it. Like, yeah, we lost, but is it really Monty's fault when he doesn't have the pieces that he needs? I don't think so. When you have CP three go out, who is, your starting point guard and you have, you know, tissue paper Aiden decide to say, Oh, my ribs hurt, which is no, maybe they do. And that's awesome. But he basically was non-existent for like all five games anyways. And so it's just like, what am I going to do with that? Like basically the only players who were playing hard was like Devin Booker and Jock Landau pretty much. Yeah. Even Kevin Durant, I told you didn't even look like he cared that much. No. Yeah, it looked like they kind of gave up. Like, after, like, like once CP3 went, like, granted, Booker carried them in games three and four. I watched game five. It was, like, basically, like, once, like, like that third quarter. Like, the first half, they were down by three, and then they kind of went on that little run by the Nuggets. They kind of, like, gave up and didn't care. The only person who cared was, like, Booker. And then in game six, I didn't even really watch. I didn't even watch it because I already knew it was going to happen. I was like, we're going to get freaking flamed. <laughs> And you look at it, Booker was the only one who cared, and he got pissed off that no one else was caring. And it's just like, at that point, when you have a team who doesn't really care and doesn't want to play, I don't feel like you can blame a coach. It's on the players. So yeah. do do you trade Aiton? Sure, I trade him for a second-round pick. Just get him out of there. I freaking don't care. Like, Ooh. whatever. Ooh. And then CP3, <laughs> CP3, you're going to have to let go. I need someone who's reliable. Let's get Kyrie in there, at least – no matter he's a whack job, but at least he's healthy and he'll play. So you're like, okay. Oh golly. And it's just there's so many things. It's just like, okay, now who's gonna coach this team? You know, so it's just 
Yeah, frustrating. That's the word. I, I knew Matt needed to get that out off his chest. Yeah. Hey, I'll just say this. If the Bucks hire Monty Williams, I would not be disappointed. So I think anyone who hires Monty Williams, I will be that fan. I'll be the team. I'll be that fan of You'll the team. You'll be the fan of any team. And I, I do want to let you know it's reported that the Suns are interested in Boonholzer. So just, just, well, I would know. No, I would die, bro. He got, I mean, that 2021 NBA Finals run was complete, was very lucky. Besides that, he's a regular season guy, not a postseason guy. So, Suns might get wins, but they'd probably flame out again with him. So, do you guys, I think, yeah. Do you guys have any ideas for a realistic team that uh, Monty might go to? The Bucks. I mean, I think that's realistic. I I would say that. I mean, the Bucks, Raptors. Raptors, I think, still need a coach. The Raptors would be good, too, because they're a younger team than Monty Williams. I think, for me, Monty Williams is a molder of men. I think he has good character, good values. He does all the right things. Like That's a guy who you want to play for. And it's been reported that KD, the only reason why he wanted to go to the Suns was one, as a booker, but also to be with Monty Williams. And now you fire him, and it's like, (laughs) great. Let's have more drama. Look, I know Monty's gonna love Giannis a lot more than Aiton because Giannis oh, gives it hundred yeah. percent every every play. Who wouldn't love to coach with Giannis? But yeah. Monty is great. Uh, just make sure that your team isn't losing by thirty at halftime in a series clinching game. Just make sure <laughs> that part. Oh boy. Yeah, we need to. We haven't even gotten to talk about the the Lakers oh, Warriors man. yet. Yeah. I'll, it's so I'll, sad. I'll go first and, and make it quick. Okay. Lakers are, are better than the Warriors. It's kind of obvious. LeBron is getting a lot of help. He's getting some bailouts, I would say. <laughs> but <laughs> I mean, they couldn't guard Anthony Davis. And if I watched game six and it was just not close from the beginning, the Lakers were just better. When you have Clay missing wide open threes and Steph not really, he was able to get something going, but like Jordan Poole gave you nothing. There's no way the Warriors are going to beat that Lakers team when Austin Reeves. D'Angelo Russell, Dennis Shooter, they're making shots along with mm-hmm. AD and LeBron. They're you're just not going to win. And the Lakers, this is being really, this is opening up really nice for them. You know, to get the Grizzlies on one, the Warriors, who are you know probably near the end of that dynasty, could be now. You know, you get them round two, and now you have. I mean, the Nuggets will be tough, but like this could be LeBron's fifth ring. That's all I'll say. I don't but know about they're that. just they were just better than that. the Warriors from start to finish, and. They deserve to win, mm. so I'm not really shocked. I, I thought they would beat the Warriors. I predicted the Lakers yeah. to go to the Western Conference Finals, Sam. I told you. That is true. That I, I thought they did. would lose to the Suns, but now it's the Nuggets, yeah. so we'll see. I didn't forget about that. I did have the Warriors making the Conference Finals, and obviously that's not going to happen. I agree with Charles, though. The Lakers played like a much better team than the Warriors were. They were pretty deserving to be in that playoff spot, I believe, but – um the Lakers just had so much depth and basically everyone on their team was stepping up. While, like Charles said, Jordan Poole, Clay Thompson, Steph Curry at times, even Draymond Green too. They all kind of fizzled out at a lot of points in the series. And just a lot of not known people on the Lakers stepping up and they're all kind of hard carrying LeBron. Honestly, they're hard carrying him. He did. He did make a, ridiculous shot to clinch i believe that was game three that shouldn't have happened 
that OT no that that there's a two point jumper I believe that LeBron made with like one second left that sent them to OT. That was ridiculous. I think if he didn't make that shot, they would have definitely lost that game. The series probably would have slid a little bit, and I was hoping in the back of my mind that the Warriors kind of would pick up some like hope for the rest of the series. But no, the Lakers were a much better team, I believe. Um, unlike Charles, though, I do not think they have a real shot against this Nuggets team. Um, they have like a superstar more than prime Jokic. They have unbelievable depth. It's going to be a fun series to watch, but I think LeBron's legacy ends here. Um, <laughs> shut him down. <laughs> shut him down for good. Close his the legacy book. ends here, huh? Yeah, he'll he'll go off in his little sunset. He'll take his trip to Cancun this offseason, and we'll call it good. Yeah. Then I, I got to say, I think I slept on the Nuggets a little bit. I, Matt, I remember you telling me when you flew in and game one was going on, you were like, the Nuggets are pretty yeah. tough. I, I honestly wasn't too sure. I, I think I forgot. Jamal Murray getting back to his normal self, how good he can be. And Aaron Gordon has seemed to take a that next step. And KCP has been really good for them. So I gotta admit, the Nuggets are better than I thought. This will be a I think this will be a seven-game series because I think the Lakers are playing obviously their best basketball right now. Their defense mm-hmm. is top number one. It's just what can LeBron, it's gonna be up to you know AD, obviously, who could be always dominant or always disappointing, which one are you going to get? If he's always dominant, he can guard Jokic one-on-one. He can mm-hmm. he can bother Jokic. He really can. And, and then it'll be up to LeBron because LeBron can be the best player in this series. Will he be Will he be LeGoat or will he be LeBum? This, Lake, this Lakers ceiling is better than the Nuggets, I think. I think that they can beat the Nuggets if they're, if they're on, but that's the question because we know how they can be. So... It's it's definitely AD's series to lose. Um, he has excellent defense that can guard someone like Jokic, but he's definitely the the boomer bust player. And and Jokic really can't guard AD either. And they don't really mm-hmm. have anyone else to necessarily bother AD because AD's so tall and so long. You know, they don't really yeah. have anyone else. But Jokic yeah. isn't that great of a defender. So that's true. It, I think the advantage goes to the Lakers. I just worry a bit about their consistency, but if if I'm going based off of who I think is better, I'm going to go Lakers in seven. Really? I really am. I'm going to go LeBron. Yeah, LeBron and the Lakers in all seven. Right. That so. is that is the hot take. Take all hot takes. Man. Sorry, Sam. I think LeBron's <laughs> going to go to the finals. Man, he wants that fifth ring. He, he just wants it. <laughs> this is the year to do it. So he, he he's been he's been hearing all the talks. He's like, oh, you have a bunch of fake rings. He's like, I want a real ring this year. <laughs> this will be the real ring. I nah, we'll find that. excuses to not make it real. <laughs> yeah, um, they played a they played a trash nugget team, and yeah, like Yogi just hurt or something. We'll be like, well, exactly. Uh, yeah. Yogi got hurt. They would have lost. So, oh yeah, yeah. But I'll I'll let Matt give his thoughts now. Um, I'll jump back to Lakers and Warriors. My thoughts. I also thought the Lakers would win just because the Warriors played terrible at home. I mean, terrible away. And once the Lakers won at home, I knew the series was over. It's like okay. The Warriors have to get one in L.A., and that's not going to happen. Um, also, just the way they match up is just not good. Uh, they don't really have any big guys. I mean, they have Kevon Looney, but you're not really worried about him offensively, so you can really clog the paint, right? And so, you know, AD on the defensive side doesn't have to do much. So then that means on the offensive end, he can really go to work. Um, that's, I mean, that, that's my comment for that. Um, when it comes to Nuggets Lakers, um, 
I think it's Nuggets and six. I don't see them really having a tough time with the Lakers, honestly. I think maybe the first couple games we'll see it be tough and all that stuff, but um, with LeBum going up to the altitude, I think that's going to hurt him. I think it's going to hurt the Lakers in general. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's um, true. I didn't think about and, that. It might hurt his little ankles or something. Yeah. Um, no, it's going to hurt his lungs. Um, but when it comes to, like, the actual team, I think their starting five and bench is better. I mean, if we do a comparison, right, would you rather have Jamal Murray or – Dennis Schroeder, I mean, D'Angelo Russell, I'm going to take Jamal Murray. Would you rather have K- KCP or Dennis Schroeder? I'm going to take KCP. Would you rather have uh, – who else is the starter? Is it Austin Reeves is starting, I think, right? Um, I don't know. There, I think they switched it, actually. I think Vanderbilt was starting, and then they switched it with Schroeder this past game. So okay. I guess it depends. Anyways, One of those, yeah. Anyways, so whoever that is or MPJ – I'm going to take MPJ, you know, Jokic and AD. I think that's a toss up. I think Jokic, I think will play lock more lockdown D if he has to, but at the end of the day, he's also your assist guy, your points guy. I mean, he's just hard to beat, you know, and then you have LeBron and Aaron Gordon. Obviously you're going to take LeBron, but Aaron Gordon isn't a slouch and is, pretty good when he needs to be. And thinking about that, Aaron Gordon is the fourth option on that team. I'd say he's definitely like a number three option, potentially number two on different teams, you know? So I like the Nuggets starting five and then their bench is actually pretty decent. I like their bench better than the Lakers. And so I know I'm not a big LeBron and Lakers fan, so it's always hard for me to pick them to win stuff. But I did pick, in my mind, I did pick them to go to the Western Conference Finals as much as I, that hurt me to do. It pained me to do it. Um, but it just broke nicely for them because the Grizzlies are overrated. Um, and then you have the Warriors, who basically are on the decline, kind of look anemic, honestly. So I think this is really the first real test. Um that is going to happen. And I don't think the Lakers have as prolific scores as the Suns did. And so the Nuggets had to worry about Devin Booker and KD. Whereas now the Lakers, I mean, really you're focusing your time mostly kind of on AD, I would say. I'd say focus on AD and let LeBron beat you because I don't think his 38-year-old bones can hold up for six games or whatever. Like that's not him anymore. So I'd say, hey, LeBron, you come beat us. Don't don't worry, LeBron is come beat us. LeBron's gonna rest up in those games, games one and two in Denver. They're gonna defend the crypt, tied at two. They're gonna lose game five. They're gonna defend game six, and then they're gonna turn it up game seven. They'll be used to the altitude and they'll win. No, <laughs> no way. Hey, I'll take Austin Reeves over at MPJ any day. Man. No, you wouldn't. No, you wouldn't. I, I take I him over KCP though. I, I think that Schroeder is going to be back to the bench and they're start Vanderbilt because they need more size. But I'll take Austin Reeves over KCP, to be fair. Oh, my. Any day. I would. I would, man. You see that oh, half-court buzzer He's... beater, bro? Austin Reeves is him. Yeah. <laughs> that is true. I can't deny that part. Austin... You guys are such a – You guys I, are such a – I cannot mean, wait bro. for this series I because think... I'm I'm on Team LeBron and you guys are Team it'll Nuggets, be, so I can't wait for this. It'll be fun this. to watch. I'm definitely bro, on Team I'll Nuggets. I'll have to too. wear my Nuggets jersey, bro. 
I'm low key rooting for the Lakers to win it all now because, uh, in spite of Sam and you, Matt, it just I want yeah, LeBron to win now. Definitely a spite. <laughs> it's they're kind of the team to beat too at this point. Now that we're narrowed down to four or five teams, four after a few hours, the Lakers kind of look yeah. spicy. We, we got to give our our quick Eastern Conference predictions because we've really taken a lot of time in the West. But I mean, the East has been more boring because like we all knew the Heat were going to beat the Knicks. The Knicks are. Really, no one they're, besides yeah, Brunson and or nobody team. I feel like I don't know what happened to the Heat this regular season, but they've got a team that can play for sure. And Jimmy has been, it's been great. I I think they'll lose though to whoever wins Sixers. You mean Himothy Buckets? Yeah, honestly, if it's the Sixers and Heat, I might go Heat. But if it's Celtics Heat, I'm going to go Celtics. So that's I that's my thoughts. I I think the Heat could beat the Sixers for real. I think whoever I wins so. tonight. Between Celtics, having stickers, beats the Heat in six. What do you got, Sam? I, I would have to agree with Matt. I'm still kind of hoping it's Sixers, though, that makes it through, but they're probably not. Probably Boston. I, I don't think Joel is ever going to make a, a Eastern Conference Finals appearance. No, yeah, no. This this would be good. This would be the <laughs> time to do the MVP. They got screwed in that Raptors game from 2019 when the Raptors went and won it all in the Kawhi corner shot. Yeah. They really, that they, Sixers team was really good, by the way. That oh, was, was Jimmy Butler, good. yeah, Joel, Ben Simmons when he actually still could play. <laughs> and if, if, I yeah, think that, team, that a, team is really good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. If there was a season where Doc Rivers had the best opportunity to prove himself. He, it nah, been... it was it was still Brett Brown, I think. Uh, Doc oh, didn't start coaching Sixers till after the bubble. Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. that, would, that would make sense. And I would fire my coach if they choked that game, too. Yeah. <laughs> Either way, so basically I'm excited. what Sam is saying as a GM, if you choke a series, I'm firing you. That's pretty much Sam's. <laughs> pretty much. Like. Well, I'm taking, I'm taking, I'm taking notes out of the Suns playbook from that. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I'm just like, happy LeBron's still in the playoffs because that just makes this way more fun. Because LeBron <laughs> it, is the most entertaining man in the sports world. It, does. it 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 gives it a lot of like media coverage on the on the West Coast. Hey, yabba dabba do go to old Navy. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh my god. Didn't Should Austin we... Reeves? Didn't Austin Reeves also come out to LeBron a few days ago? He's like, "Yeah, I actually hated you a lot before." I <laughs> yeah, I saw that. Yeah, I thought that was, was a LeBron hater too. back in the day. He was the a Lakers Kobe guy. Just a, they're just a, I I can't lie. They're just a fun team to watch. I, I'm happy in one point that they're kind of they're finally clicking and they're they're actually playing like how their talent is poised to be, but. I wanted it's it's again with the Yankees, you know. We've talked about it before. I always like to root against teams that are historically great, you know. Like I would have loved the Bucks to do good, but since they kind of fizzled out in the first round, that was kind of a good reason why no one really cared for the East Coast. But um yeah. Well, I mean, do you think LeBron's <laughs> a goat if they win this year, Sam? No. Absolutely not. <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> I just had to ask that. that I just had to ask that. All right. Should we hop into the NFL real quick with whatever time we got? Talk about our team's most exciting matchups because the schedule got released uh, on Thursday. So Yeah. Yeah. Sure. We'll do like eight minutes of it because we're at 42 minutes right now. So. Ooh. Ooh. We could, yeah, we could even maybe get it done in two minutes. We could. <laughs> maybe in two minutes. <laughs> so, or let's, let's have Matt go first. Who are you most excited for with the Patriots? And then, is there maybe like a, a primetime game you're most excited for? Um, yeah. Okay. For me, I'm excited to play um, the Colts. It's an international Colts. game. 
And the reason why is because I feel like we can actually win a game. Um, <laughs> Come on. On the international so stage, too. Oh, bro, have you seen our schedule? It's freaking brutal. Yeah, they have seen, yeah it, it's brutal. And it is, yeah. Yeah, so not only do we play the NFC East, who ended up being really good last year, right? So you play Eagles, Cowboys. We also have to play um, the good old AFC West. So you got to play the Chargers, mm-hmm. the Chiefs. Mm-hmm the Broncos, and then uh, we play the Raiders. So um, not an easy schedule. Mm -hmm. Um, I would say for like kind of a fun game, I think the Colts is kind of fun. It's international. Um, I believe it's in, is it in Germany? I think it's what they're doing. I think it's in, I think it's in either Hamburg or Frankfurt. It's in Frankfurt. Sorry. Frankfurt. Frankfurt. Yeah. 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 And so, yeah, so that's kind of what I'm excited for just because, you know, I'm German. I kind of like that stuff, and that's where Mm -hmm. I flew into. Anyways, like that primetime game, though, I am excited for the Chiefs-Patriots one on ESPN just because it's always fun. It's always fun to play the Chiefs whenever your friends are Chiefs fans. Will Mm -hmm. we get slapped? Oh, probably. Oh, definitely, yeah. Oh! But, But if the Patriots win then it's like the greatest day of my life. So I can just, you know, just ream Sam left and right. But yep. yeah, those are probably the two games I'm probably most excited for. One is like an actual winnable game and it's in a cool place. And the other one is it's a primetime game versus the Chiefs, which, you know, yeah. all of the friends like. So be, that's yeah, a good one. it'd be a total underdog story. Would you like me to go next, Sam? Or Yeah, sure. You can go ahead okay. next. So I'm for the Ravens. Our schedule is not too bad. I think we're 21st in the hardest difficulty. So oh yeah, ours is first. By the way, that's what I said. Ours was first. Oh, I thought the Patriots. I thought like the Eagles were first, but you're up there. No, we're first. Mm. So the well, anyways, so it's, it's first. First is us. Second is Bills. Third is Dolphins, and then fifth is Jets or something like that. Anyways, so. We, I think the the matchup I'm most excited for, I think the Niners one will be fun on Christmas for Monday night. That'll be a fun one. But, I mean, I got to go with the Lions because, like, that's Autumn's team. And so Mm -hmm. that's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to maybe make a bet on that. So I'm excited for that. Week 7, Detroit Lions at M&T Bank Stadium. Yep. So M&T Bank Stadium. Yep. We're going to win that one, I think. I hope. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, don't be yeah, so confident. So, primetime game. I'm honestly excited to see the Lions Chiefs. I know a lot of people are not happy about the Lions being on the first game of the season, but <laughs> I think it's going to be fun. And I, I can't wait for the Lions to end the Chiefs dynasty week one. I think they're going to shut it down right there. That's a little bold. I will say <laughs> that. I really bold. wish you and Autumn could, were watching it together because I think oh that'd be gosh. fun. Yeah, I'm. I'm actually really excited for that game too. I, I'm. I'm kidding. I think the Chiefs will win. Even really early predictions, but mm. I'm also excited for Eagles Cowboys or, or sorry, uh, Niners Cowboys rematch of the playoffs last year on a Sunday night because Sunday night's my favorite prime time. So I love Chris Collinsworth. He could put me to sleep. Honestly, oh his voice God. is so soothing. Yeah, but, yeah. So those are mine. You're not wrong though. Chris Collinsworth is a very oh. oh also real quick, I forgot to to shout this out. We play the Titans in in Germany as well, I think. Or do we play them in London? I can't remember. We play overseas I actually. 
Ravens do. So that'll be fun. Yeah, I I think they play in London. That'll be a fun game to watch. I'm pretty sure the only two games that play in Germany this year are the the Dolphins, Chiefs, and uh, what Matt said, Patriots, other teams. Colts, Colts, yes. Yes, Okay, so we play in London, so we'll check that out too. That'll be a lot of fun. Um, Yeah, the Chiefs schedule, it's it's actually really exciting for this year. I'm super excited. Um, We have, I think... Sam, are you ever not excited for a Chiefs schedule, though? That's true. I'm never not excited. Um, I'm very happy for uh, Lions fans and Bears fans as well. Um, I know a lot of friends were excited that the Lions actually play to kick off the season against the Chiefs. That'll be a lot of fun to watch. Um, I'm I'm excited for that game. Um, Is that at Arrowhead? Yeah, it's actually going to be at Arrowhead at home. So Oh, Charles. A lot of fun. Well, we'll be in probably Michigan, though. Yeah, we'll uh, probably be in Michigan. But... The Bears actually play in week three at home as well. So that'll be a lot of fun, too. Um, I know Martin is going to cream over that game. And uh, honestly, we have a lot of we have a lot of really fun opponents, um, a lot of teams that were really exciting to end the season last year and are coming off of a good season. Um, it's kind of it's kind of weird to see uh, Tyreek Hill's homecoming game. This is actually the first time we played the Dolphins since. We trade Tyreek. It's kind of weird. But to in London. Or Germany. In Germany, yeah, yeah. Oh, in Germany, yeah. It's yeah, not really a homecoming then. Yeah. I, I know. It's Yeah, it's kind of disappointing that way. I think they also play in Frankfurt as well, or Hamburger. It's oh. it's Frankfurt. Frankfurt. Okay. But, um, yeah, no, uh, outside of even the standard AFC West teams that we used to play year and year again, um, we've got the Bills again. We've got the Bengals. We've got the Eagles on Monday Night Football. That would be a lot of fun to watch. we got the Jets, too, Sunday Night Football. We've got the Vikings. We've got the Jaguars. That would that would have easily really made a really good run in last postseason, but um, we don't like to talk about that. Uh, Raiders, Packers are kind of weak. We do have that Patriots game. It's actually a Monday Night Football, baby. Uh, we go... Right to uh, go do right to go Boston. To, hey, do but, you go to Foxborough? Is it a Patriots home game? Yeah, yeah, we go to Foxborough for that, so that'll be a little bit of fun for for Matt. I know. It'll be, oh, it's okay. I know it's, we're gonna get slapped, but it's okay. probably a lot of bets place. But yeah, you, you guys are probably <laughs> gonna get slapped, unfortunately. Uh, I think that's only the second game that Mahomes has played in Foxborough, right? Yeah, I think so too. So that'd be kind of fun to watch. But um, yeah, no, a lot of fun um games to play this season uh like i've said a million times before the sky's the limit with the chiefs team i'm super grateful to have him so it'll just be fun to sit back and watch them hey hey sam i don't mean to roast you i'm saying this devin smith style but we we asked you to pick a couple games and you you said like the whole schedule <laughs> that is true <laughs> you, you did tell me to pick you told me to pick one game i, I named like nine different games you didn't even pick a primetime game i know Let's not uh, Chiefs because well, that doesn't count. You got to pick just pick else. your two favorite ones right now. Okay, two favorite games, two favorite games. Um, Eagles week eleven on Monday Night Football, and then yeah. we actually go to MetLife uh, week four Sunday Night Football against the Jets. I think that'll be fun, a lot of fun to watch Aaron Rodgers. So there you go. There we go. All right. Oh, just an update for Charles. Um, 
Brighton did beat Arsenal this morning, 3 0. Uh, I hadn't I was gonna check. I hadn't had time to. Thank you for reminding me. You're welcome. We beat we beat Arsenal, really. Yeah, you did. Woo! Sam, we we just jumped you in the standings, I'm pretty sure. Sorry. Oh, man. Sorry, Tottenham. Yeah, Charles, Tot Charles told me to get a team as well for Premier League so we can all watch it together next year. Um mm -hmm. I, I've always liked Man City, but I don't want to pick them. So I think I'm going to pick Newcastle as my team. Oh, interesting. Newcastle. I do yeah, like Newcastle. They have like little horse guys on like the side of theirs, I think, which are pretty cool. That's actually, by the way, a really big win for us. So it is. A big it's win. a big We. I mean, we needed it. So, yeah. Thank you, Matt, for the yeah. update. Um, You're welcome. That actually reminds me, when we're talking about Premier League, uh, you guys still didn't know the name of that person I was talking about. But I still don't know him now. Don't don't get your hopes up. Huh? But um, what like that blonde looking dude? I still want to know his name. But <laughs> what? What blonde looking dude? I'm gonna, I'm just gonna look him up real quick. <laughs> Premier League, bro. We got it. We got to end it. We're, we're running out <laughs> I know. of gas. We got to end the podcast. We do. How many minutes do we go over, Matt? Uh, we're like eight minutes over. Okay, that's, that's I really want to get us try and get up 45. I just don't know if it's gonna happen. Maybe we need to start scheduling them to be like 35 minutes and then we'll we'll hit 45. That might be that might be what we need. You could also just put me on mute. I think that's a good key. <laughs> Honestly, uh, Matt went on that big Suns talk. That took a, a good chunk. That but is I mean true. that's his that's that his team. So that that's, team. that's his team. That's his team. Apologies for that one. <laughs> well, yeah. I will just do the outro as Sam is trying to figure out what blonde soccer player there is, which is there's a million. Um, but anyways, thanks everyone for listening to our podcast. Thanks for letting us rant about Legote, Labum, LeGM, whatever you call him, as well as the NBA playoffs. Hopefully we'll do some more NFL talk soon. Uh, a lot of good things coming in. Um, you know, summer's around the corner, which means, you know, Baseball is going to become peak season. Uh, NBA Finals coming up. So we have a lot of good topics, a lot of good things coming up. Uh, thank you all. Hopefully you all like our new brand. Uh, a win is a win. Simple as that. And uh, honestly, it's a true statement. Doesn't matter how you get there. A win's a win. Thanks all it's for being a here. A win is a win. Uh, just like Brighton today. Exactly. And we'll see you next, uh, next episode. Peace. Peace, everyone.